This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan on location here at the Rivals.com convention and the Five Star Challenge. We're in downtown Atlanta. And since we are in the state of Georgia, I thought it would only be fitting that we talk to Chad Simmons, the authority for Rivals.com on Georgia recruiting, mainly because a year ago, Chad, Nebraska signed as many players from Georgia as any state other than the state of Nebraska. So um, we, we saw a real uptick in the state of Georgia a year ago. Uh, four Georgia natives joined the Husker roster. Uh, just wanted to kind of get some of your thoughts on some of these guys. Yeah, I think obviously it's a good year. It's a great state. You know, schools across the country recruit here every year. I mean, it's we got you know, roughly 200 Power 5 guys. Nebraska come in since Scott Frost took over. And they've, they've made much more of a mark in this state. Start with Caleb Tanner a couple of cycles ago. And then, you know, guys like Quentin Newsom last year and Miles Farmer. And they've done a good job of, of getting on kids early, developing that relationship, getting them to Lincoln, selling that product, making them feel at home like a priority. And they've done a good job with that. And speaking of those two alone, I mean, they're, they're both, you know, athletic defensive backs that have played – you know, Miles also had offers at receiver, could do different things, but some people liked him as, you know, a linebacker, some as a big safety, and he's a guy that can come downhill, play the alley. He's a physical kid from right here in the city at Westlake High School. Then you have Quentin Newsom, who I think really kind of made a name for himself as a junior, playing cornerback, the length he has at 6'2", 6'3", then moving to free safety as a senior, showing he could do both. He can cover, he can play in space, he has good ball skills, has to fill out that frame, which he's probably doing now in Lincoln, but both those guys have upside and both have playmaking skills in the defensive backfield yeah you hear a lot about the db depth in like states like louisiana but i would have to think georgia is right there with a florida louisiana in terms of producing that 6-1 to 6-2 db that everybody in the country wants because of their versatility and their ability to kind of play the press coverage yeah kids i think are starting to recognize that you can probably make more money and be better and different playing db instead of receiver at that size. I mean, at, at receiver at six foot six one, you're a common guy. I mean, everybody wants the big 6'4", six, 6'5", six, Julio Jones, A.J. Green type kid. Now, at receiver, unless you're a true slot kid for that role. So, at defensive back, if you have that ball skills, that quick twitch, that the open hips, I mean, you can turn and run with the best guys, and you can play big with the catch radius and have that length to knock guys off their routes at the line of scrimmage. I mean, if you can show that stuff at that size, like a Newsom, uh, I really think his upside's up there. He's a guy that really played about half the season as a senior, so we didn't get just to see him quite as much. But he's a guy I think that's a, a very athletic DB with a real upside there. Yeah, for Nebraska, you know, how important is it that they maybe find that guy that has maybe a knock, whether it's an injury or something else that prevents the big SEC team from offering, but they easily could be that type of guy if a things would break their way. I think it's huge. You know, there's like you said, there's enough guys to go around in this state. Now, can Nebraska come in here and beat out you know, Georgia or Alabama for the top 10 player in the state? Probably not. There's some type of tie, maybe to Nebraska or to that coaching staff or something like that. But the depth is just getting larger and deeper every cycle here in Georgia. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's do your own evaluations, figure out what fits uh, your scheme offensively, defensively, uh, trust your judgment, and go into Georgia and find that group you target and try to pull two or three, four per cycle. Sean Callahan here on the Husker Online Show. We're joined by GeorgiaRivals.com recruiting expert Chad Simmons. I wanted to ask you about Ronald Tompkins. Um, this is a kid that you know suffered uh, a major knee injury in the first half of the first game of the season, 
paid, played for a powerhouse program, though, down in Georgia. Just recently was academically cleared, so he just got to Lincoln Chad this week. Um, but what do you know, first of all, about his ability? Um, and if he w- did not suffer the knee injury and had a big senior season, do you think Nebraska would have had a harder time holding on to this kid? You know, it's hard to say because everything would just be kind of, ske- you know, just guessing basically and hypothetical saying, well, if he did this, did that, other schools. He was a one-time committed to Florida State. So, obviously, schools liked him early. You know, when he played for Grayson, like you mentioned, a powerhouse here in Georgia who had double-digit signees last year in the 2019 class. We'll have another close to that this year in 2020. So, he played great competition. He was around a great coaching staff. Um He's one of those guys, man, you just pull for. I mean, when you, when you saw him go down, again, he had just fought back to get back to health. Then he injures himself again on just a, a freak non-contact injury, uh, which happens, seems like, more and more every year now with guys that play that on a cut or whatever at running back. But uh, he, he's a guy that right away you see him physically, he stands out as a running back. And some schools like him early on as a defensive back. That's how athletic he is. Um, some schools like, like him at corner, maybe safety, but obviously running back is kind of where his heart was. Uh, he's a physical guy, a guy that can run inside, outside. Um, and, again, just, I think that the heart, the self-driven, uh, the guy that will put in the work every day to be successful. And he's one of the guys I've said from the beginning. He'll make other players around him better. Uh, just his demeanor, his character, his work ethic, his energy, his positivity. You know, some guys could go crawl in a hole and give up. He didn't. He worked hard to get back. He'll give Nebraska all that he can. I think it'll be very good for him and the Huskers down the road. Yeah, and he's not only—he's not the only running back from Georgia coming in. Dedrick Mills, um, another Georgia kid that played at Georgia Tech, was a leading rusher as a true freshman for Paul Johnson's team. Was all ACC freshman. Had some off the field stuff. Sent him down to Garden City. Gets hurt. Then comes back um, as one of the top players in the country in the junior college ranks. Took them all the way to the national title game. He, too, is on campus. Had a few academic things that went down to the wire with his junior college credits, but made it. Um, and he's expected to contend and possibly be the starter this year for Nebraska. You know, obviously he's farther along. He's been there in college and the college program, the weight program, nutrition program. He was a thick, strong kid coming out of Waycross, Georgia, and South Georgia, Ware County High School program coming out of high school. He had offers also inside linebacker and running back coming out of high school. So he's a versatile athlete, I think a hard-nosed, physical, typical what we know here in Georgia as a South Georgia country strong type of kid loves to get downhill love to run through people not around people uh he's a powerful back good balance good vision um obviously playing in paul johnson's triple option it'll be a little bit different going with scott frost and their more wide open system uh but i think he's the kind of guy that could definitely make a big impression early on there in, in nebraska and there's another guy on this roster already for Nebraska. He'll probably be a captain, Muhammad Barry, another Grayson kid, linebacker, uh, going into his final season here at Nebraska uh, where he put up big numbers, was one of the leading tacklers in the Big Ten Conference. What do you remember about Mo Berry when he was coming out of high school here? Um, and, you know, it, it took him a little while to get going, but had a huge year with well over 100 tackles this past season. You know, I think football player, you know, a guy that, again, just worked hard, competitive, uh, a lot of camps, you know, a lot of, he'd go wherever he had to go to try to get coaching, get better, make a name for himself, brand himself as a recruit. And again, it goes back to playing Grayson, man. You're at that program 
that has won state championships. They produce five-star players, four-star players, three-star players. And uh, I just remember him always competing. Like you said, being a leader, he was that in high school as well. Just guys that he would rally guys around him and just go all out for four quarters, play after play. You got any memories about other Nebraska-Georgia guys? I know Alfonso Dennard, Lakeven Smith. I mean, there's been some pretty good ones that came out of Georgia at Nebraska, but we're seeing more than ever. I mean, more guys from Georgia than ever are coming here because of that Scott Frost uh, connection. Sean Becton um, did such a great job at Central Florida recruiting Georgia for UCF all those years. So they've got more of a pipeline, but there's been some historically good Georgia kids that ended up at Nebraska. Yes, yeah, you know, for me as, a, as an analyst, it's almost like I wipe my mind clean when guys commit and sign. I move for the next two or three years, but the one that just stands out is not that long ago is Caleb Tanner just being the guy that really kept it on the down low where he was going to go. And that's what I, he, he kept That was a shocker. That was a shock. People had him pegged to Auburn, maybe Mississippi State, a little bit of buzz. Like Florida was in there late. You know, Georgia had a chance to make a move they wanted to. Uh, he, I think, you know, only a few people knew, like yourself, myself, Nate, a few other guys knew. And that, that kind of stands out as just kind of, I think, starting a new wave, their new movement to come recruit in Georgia and the South in general, more under Scott Frost. And to me, that's going to make you better long-term. That's why you see teams from Ohio State or up north, Penn State. You know, you see if Clemson has been good over the years, they've had a lot of Georgia players, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, win national championships. Georgia's a great football state, great coaches, great development mentally, academically. They're prepared to play college football nine times out of ten. So Caleb's that guy, I know it's not long ago, but just knowing what he did, trying to keep it quiet and kind of playing that game for that last week before signing day stands out to me. Now, Logan Smothers, too. I forgot to ask you about him, but he's coming in as Nebraska's quarterback guy for 2020. State qualifier, I believe, in the 100, the 200, and I think even the four. I mean, he's a legitimate sprinter, um, has speed that you don't see for a quarterback very often. I mean, he is he somebody that he's going to a new school this year? I think he, his dad got a new job. I mean, what are you expecting for him as a senior? Well, it's a new school, but an old school. He started there at Muscle Shoals. Then his dad got a job down there like an hour away. Now he's going back to Muscle Shoals to finish his career with guys he grew up with playing, you know, Pop Warner, Little League, things like that. Logan's an intriguing guy. You know, he played at Athens High School last year in Alabama. Maybe not a lot of big games on that schedule. Uh, he'll play more, especially early on this year at Muscle Shoals. He'll be more in the spotlight, I think, as a more of a traditional powerhouse program in Alabama. Uh, but he's a guy, the more I see him, the more I like. He's kind of grown on me uh, as a dual threat guy, athletic guy, a guy that can extend the play by pocket, time in the pocket. His dad's a coach, offensive coordinator, so he knows the game. He's got a high IQ of football. Uh, his arms improved as well. He's still a little bit lean and thin, has to kind of grow into that long frame, but I love the upside and just the fit in the Nebraska offense as well. Chad Simmons here, our guest on the Husker Online Show. Chad, I know I speak for all the people on our site. We're very appreciative of the coverage you bring on Husker Online, of all the talent in the South. I know you're very popular with our users, and we appreciate you taking some time with us here on the Husker Online Show. Hey, thanks for having me, Sean. All right, much more to come here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.